Hello, welcome, and thanks for listening to Crimes of the Basklands. Just a note, uh, some of these first episodes were pre-recorded, so if we're talking about things that are about days long ago, <laughs> or at least months ago, just keep that in mind. Um, for now, we'll be doing a bi-weekly release at the beginning and the middle of the month, and we're aiming eventually to go for weekly releases. A quick content warning, this podcast details crimes and descriptions of violence that may be disturbing or triggering. It may not be suitable for all listeners. We'll do our best to warn listeners about what to expect before each episode and to include them in our show notes. Hi listeners, just a note on background noises today. You might hear some kids playing and traffic noises. Apologies and enjoy the show. What's your back? What's your back? And a chance is gonna get you what you back. What's your back? A chance is gonna get you what you back. What's your back? There's a chance is gonna get you what you back. It's a coming from me. Just a study. Gotta watch those red hands. It's the crimes of the bad. It's the crimes of the bad. Hey there, Julie. How you doing? Very good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Slightly, um, you know, my throat's a bit off. So if, if you hear anything odd, I do apologize in advance. <laughs> no apologies needed. I'll Thank be, you. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. Good news. Good news. We're here for crimes in the Basque lands. Yeah. Crimes of the Basque lands. Sorry. One day I'll learn. <laughs> still new. Still new. <laughs> We're still learning the name of our podcast. Yes. Thank you for correcting <laughs> Keeping me on live. But, um, yeah, what's about? What is it about, Douglas? Well, <clears throat> the, the, the title sort of goes there. It's crimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then Basque lands, well, we live in a Basque country. B-A-S-Q-U-E. I know uh-huh. a lot of people don't know. It's a tiny little corner of mm-hmm. Europe. And, uh, you know, like many different parts of the peninsula, Spain, Portugal, etc., there's been a lot of colonies as well. So they we, we cover crimes by all these people. Mm-hmm. Any crimes they committed, we are on the case. If we can find a bad surname or an excuse we to make them We also take mess. suggestions if anybody hears Absolutely. of any crimes do write the world. In. Do write in. We've, we've got links uh, um, in, in the doobly-doo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Anything? Oh, and may, you know, basically it's birthed from my love of true crime. Indeed. And um, yeah, that's about it. And that's us. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yeah. And we do a little thing, which is what we're drinking today. And today I'm going to be um, going for Lorea, which is a, a beer by Boga, B-O-G-A. And that's a Biscayan beer. It's a small producer mm-hmm. here uh, in Biscayan. What type is it? It's This one is an IPA, American IPA. And the name is Lorea, which means flower in Basque. Oh, okay. There we go. And it's got a cute little surf girl um on the cover and it's lovely it's a beer i drink a lot cheers cheers everybody if you're with us Mm -hmm. enjoy your bogus tasty so what's today's crime about (laughs) okay well let's get started then um okay so now as a forward to the story i cannot tell you how difficult it was to establish the names of all the players in this okay because or even their particular roles because um, here, when they arrest somebody, they only put their initials, their age, oh. and their nationality. Okay. Which, you know, the nationality thing is a little bit like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing yeah. that? Yeah. 
so yeah, I was just like, now who's that? Wait, who? Wait, what's that guy? You know? Mm -hmm. And um, so basically, I had the hardest time trying to figure out who did what and how I could refer to each of them. Mm -hmm. um, so I even went so far as to find like the court documents that were associated with this case or oh, with wow. the appeals of the sentencing. Deep. Yeah. Um, and that was just by chance. I was just, okay. you know, trying to find anything on the case and I ended up finding like a public an, document. An official, yeah. Like I was like, oh wow, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so even even in those documents, the names were different. So like when finally it was established who did what, like after the rest of the sentencing and court, you know, the trial and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, even then they only put like the first name and the initial of the last name. And then, um, but in the court document, even that was different from what was in the newspapers. So it was just like, wow, yeah, kind of a pain in the ass. But anyway, um, I'm sorry, you had to go through all that. Yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible. <laughs> my heart's with you. So um, that being said, I'm going to do my best to reveal all of the events in this story. And when it's all over, neither you or I or anybody listening is going to know who did what. Well. <laughs> That's how so many people got away with shit, isn't it? <laughs> well, exactly. And I figure these people are probably quite dangerous. So, mm. you know, maybe they don't want us screwing up their story. I don't think they're going to come at us for screwing up their story if we don't actually identify them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to do my best by giving you nicknames that I've established for each of them. I'm excited. I was going <laughs> to say nicknames would be a good idea. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so that you can keep them straight and then, like, follow the story. So it can go in there story order and also in addition to this like even there wasn't a lot of news articles about it because mm -hmm. this was like a police task force operation and they wouldn't give any details because it was an ongoing investigation okay. so that was their excuse and one of the articles though i did find a basque name a first name mm -hmm. uh but it was only one so who knows if this is really this person's name? I don't think so, because it's not the same name in the court documents. So it's not. But anyway, male, young, Basque, what do you think? Oh, I'm guessing his yeah. surname? No, first name. <clears throat> his first, first name. name. So Basque then. Yeah. Let's go, let's go for an easy one. Let's say Jan. J-O-N. Jan, no. Let's say Asier, another very no, not typical one. No. Oh, Iñaki. No, I'm That's afraid another, none of those are correct. <laughs> I mean, I'm going with big hitters here. Yeah, you are. But this one's kind of popular. Oh. Ineko. Ineko, it is actually, it is. It's quite popular, no? Well, anyway, I'll refer to this guy as Ineko in the story, okay? okay. Just so we keep his character straight. Okay. Who he is and what he did. Okay, so uh, let's see. So for my one-sentence synopsis, before I give this, I have got this idea from another podcast. Mm-hmm. And our lovely producer, Megan, suggested that we give a shout out to that podcast. Yeah, we as should. As we're using we kind of one of their little traits. So, yeah, in, in their honor. This is from I Saw What You Did. If you like film, it's a film podcast. It's mm -hmm. great. The uh, the hosts are charming ladies. Okay. Very funny. And if so, you love film, you'll love this podcast. Okay. I Saw What You Did. Back to my one sentence synopsis of this crime. A police anti-drug task force takes down two of their own, resulting in a bust for the books. <laughs> okay, so in 2005, the Guardia Civil established a task force to combat drug trafficking in Cantabria and Biscaya mm -hmm. called Operation Aleppo. Okay, okay, That has nothing to do with the Syrian city, Aleppo. 
Okay. okay. I don't know why they named it that, but that was the name of their operation. Like, definitely sounds sexy. Mm, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Policeman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So apparently they did this because there was a shit ton of drugs moving around in this area. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And which implied that there must be like a significant drug ring, you know, operating. We'll so we it. live in Bilbao, which is in Biscaya, mm -hmm. and uh, Cantabria is the next province to the west, and it's not part of Euskadi. Yeah. This particular case kicked off at a nightclub in Santander, okay. Cantabria. Just across the border. Right. And this is why it was within the jurisdiction of the Guardia Civil. Mm -hmm. Now, Douglas, would you now like to explain the difference between Guardia Civil and Ertenta? Ertenta. Yeah, well, they're Chanta. Every time I say Chanta, I'm going to say it twice. Slightly different. Always... Why not? <laughs> um, so, Euskadi, as you just said, it has their Chanta as their quote unquote national police. Mm -hmm. So, within the Basque country, that, that it's their purview to, to investigate crime. But then also, you have municipal police. Mm -hmm. So, every municipality, so Bilbao will have their own municipal police. Yeah. And that's for the best country. And then on in, in a Spanish state, there's another two two police forces that cover the whole of the state. Mm -hmm. and that's Guardia Civil, which is who we're talking about today. Uh -huh. And they're definitely involved more in crime and, and, and transport and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. And then there's also uh, Policia Nacional, who are more like documents and then fraud and things like that. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Oh, so that's that. that's the the, the 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 short version. The forces <laughs> at work here. <laughs> there was a nightclub in the outskirts of something there called Acropolis. Acropolis. Yeah. Really uh fancy and Mediterranean. It's, uh -huh. it's uh, not too in far from the, the Bay of the Sky. <laughs> it's a little bit colder than the Mediterranean, yeah. I have to say. But hey. Gotta be inspired by something. Yeah. Have you ever been to this club, Douglas? Acropolis on the outskirts of Santander? I have not, actually. Neither. Shockingly. I actually don't think I've ever been out uh, in the night in Santander just during Me the neither. day. Mm -hmm. I don't think about it. I did have some mixed drinks uh, and they were good. Mm -hmm. Very good prices. Yeah, they do have better prices. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Santander. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I looked at some pictures of this nightclub and it's pretty sketchy. Okay. So I can't imagine you would ever want to go there. I wouldn't want to go there. Okay. Mm, yeah, it okay. doesn't look like We're painting a picture. Yes, it and it doesn't look anything like Acropolis. No, no. <laughs> they say something about names, trying to hide other things, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, so according to the court documents, there were some undercover officers watching this place near the end of September 2005. Mm -hmm. More specifically, they were watching the doorman. They nicknamed him Chillon, okay. which means in Castilla, in uh, Castellano, yeah. Castilian, uh, like a yeller or a squawker. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone that yells a lot. Shout or yell or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny that they gave him that nickname. So it's I was like trying nuts. to picture this guy. Like maybe they gave him that nickname. Like, God, he's always yelling at people. <laughs> he was the doorman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, probably it, always it yelling enters at people. the purview of, of doorman, keeping people in line. Mm -hmm. So got to yell at him every once in a while. That sense. Yeah. yeah. So they were interested in him because he'd been arrested on five previous occasions for selling drugs in, quote, quantities of a certain importance, okay. end quote. 
<laughs> so as they surveilled him and they were inquiring about him, they realized that he was, you know, back up to his old tricks. Oh, wow. Chiyun, so that's going to be his name in this story. Chiyun. Sounds fun. Okay. He would consort with a variety of young people who he'd have a quick chat with, but always in very secluded areas of the car park. Then he'd go to his car, where he would procure a small package for them. Okay. And then the people that would get the package would just leave without even entering the nightclub. Oh, okay. So, like, as obvious it's as it could obvious. be. It's pretty <laughs> obvious, yeah. It sounds like they've already busted it. I know. I was like... I, you know, if you were just more, like, casual about it, it wouldn't be so obvious, you know? Yeah. Like, if it would just look like normal conversation. Like, if you had it set up where you just, like, they come up, they say some code word, then you guys shake hands. Okay. And both of the money and the... You have to teach all your clients the code, though. You, you, have, you have a message that you send out. <laughs> I don't know. You don't incriminate yourself by telling everybody. You have a burner phone. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll get there one day, Jules. Yeah, I mean, this is just how I would do it as a drug dealer. <laughs> I've never dealt drugs before, so I don't know. Maybe I'd get busted pretty quick. Anyway, so, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was pretty obvious that he was a drug dealer. And, um, you know, so the cops decide they don't want to bust him just yet for such small quantities. Okay. They want to go after the big wigs, right? right? And they suspect that Chiyong would perhaps lead the way. Okay. So with this information, they were able to secure a, a wiretap on his phone. Mm. Yeah? Oh, it's, pretty, yeah, it's, it's very obvious information. So they're thinking there. Yeah, yeah. Good to see. Yeah. So uh, that's where they get a wiretap, and that's when all hell breaks loose. So it was through their surveillance of Chiyun and analyzing the content of his phone calls that they were clued into the other players in this drug ring. Okay. It seems that Chiyun was acquiring his stash from a man I'll be calling JJ. Okay. Because according to one article, his name is Juan Jose. Okay. Um, and we have a friend formerly known as Juan Jose. Yes. Shout out to Johan. <laughs> yeah, Johan. <laughs> <laughs> So, Johannes, no? Oh, sorry. It's sorry. Johannes. Oh, my God, Douglas. Many is going to kill changes. you. And we know he's listening. Yes. So, sorry, Johannes. Love Shout you, out Johannes. To you. So, it was JJ who led the cops to the kingpin and our main player and the biggest bad boy in this story. Okay. Which, who I'm going to be calling Plug. Plug, okay. Yeah. Interesting. His name is Plug because that's what his initials spell. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's also known as Pedro Luis, I saw, or Jose Luis in court documents. So yeah. even there, it's still going to get Pedro. Yeah. So Plug, he's going to be Plug. Plug. Anyway, Plug is our most interesting character in this saga, and the reason he's earned a platform here on Crimes of the Basque Lands. Oh. Hold on to your chapella, Douglas. Hold on. <laughs> he was none other than an active member of the Archangel. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Pause dun, dun, for gas. Uh, <laughs> he's in the police force. Yes, yes. And 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 in addition, he was part of the anti-drug unit oh. in the force. <laughs> Glad he's got his speciality covered. Oh, I my know. God. Well, it's probably how he made all his connects. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, they're a different police force, so he can't be messing up this investigation, let's hope. No, yeah, it's a complete. He's Artenta, and this is the Guardia Civil investigating yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, I think the Guardia Civil had to, uh, you know, 
kind of get inform. into cahoots with yeah, yeah, to inform sure. them that like, listen, we're watching one of your guys. Some some of the superiors, I mm -hmm. hope. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would make sense. It may come as a surprise to some that uh, someone who's been hired to protect and serve the citizens of a country or city or what have you mm -hmm. would be breaking the law. Oh. It right? does happen from time to time. But actually, I'm not surprised because I can think of like a handful or more, just off the top of my head, of mm -hmm. crimes committed by police. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Well, and where you were raised, it's like practically part of the gig, right? Yeah, Latin America. Yeah. 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 I remember my, my family would come visiting maybe from Scotland or US or whatever. And it's like, I remember my mom telling them, she was like, you know, if there's a crime... I'm not sure we really want to involve the police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might be more dangerous. So yeah, exactly. That's kind of the general attitude. Yeah, yeah, just terrible. It's unfortunate. Maybe we ought to take a break now till I get to the next part of the story. Yes, let's Shall do that. Shall we? Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break. All right, we're back. Hello there. Hello. Okay, so. Back to Plug. As I was saying, the wiretaps on Chion's phone led the police to JJ, who was Chion's supplier. Yep. And it was JJ who led the police to Plug. Yes. Um, the context of the exchanges between JJ and Plug revolved around setting up various orders and deliveries involving goods, okay. such as motorcycles, jackets, and wine. <laughs> Sounds very <laughs> Harmless, nice. right? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a romance yeah. going on here. But the uh, the quantities that they would talk about these different items would be suspiciously, you know, similar to how you would discuss, like, drug transactions. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, and also they kind of, like, kept an eye on them to see if any of these things ever appeared. Right. Like, was there ever an order of motorcycles or wine or jackets? Right. Right. So I was thinking we could try to break their code. So, for example, I thought maybe motorcycles represented speed. <laughs> right. I'd have to see a message. But I, oh, yeah. yeah that you know what I mean? Like total sense. Yeah. Or, yeah. What's a jacket then? Yeah. That's what I was like. It feels cokey. Maybe something that's like, Traditional. You, covers you in a haze. So maybe it's something like hash or. <laughs> okay. Also. Uh, wine. Maybe wine would be hash. I don't know. But yeah. I I mean, I like where you're going. Yeah, I'm I just, don't know. I'm not as inspired as you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been living with these codes for longer than I have. But yeah, true. true. Wine. Yeah, wine would be something like calming. Maybe it's heroin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Heroin's calming, right? Yeah. I mean, well, very. I, I hear. Yeah, same. Okay. So the cops knew that they were onto something, and they continued to listen in on the different conversations between these people um and then they hit the jackpot when they heard a discussion involving a quote-unquote robbery that was to take place oh mm -hmm. definitely a different kind of crime uh -huh. and then this is where another member of the artenza mm -hmm. played a role another one another cop okay this fellow's name was is daniel m okay so i'm gonna call him danny boy because he was really young. He was like 24 oh, at the time. A little young guy. Getting involved in bad things. I so know, young. so young. And he had such a promising job. Such ahead a promising of him. career. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's super well paid. It's super hard to get into a chance as well. Is it? I don't know. I mean, Have, do you know anyone that is? Actually, Anna 
My friend Anna, her, my, my, her brother is one. My ex's she brother is in the municipal police, but that, okay. that was hard enough. Was it? Like, mm. I knew firefighters had to go, like, through rigorous physical yeah. tests. Yeah, yeah. One of my, my bosses at the bar was doing, he, he, like, I think for the first six years, and I worked there nine, he was uh-huh. trying to do the test, so. Really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, He never made it. He did eventually, yeah. Really? He did, yeah. He now, with now the real question, could he appear in the calendar? Oh, baby, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I want to find that calendar if it exists. Yes, yeah, there, well, there is. is. There is. The, there's the Bilbo firefighter calendar every year. Well, but he Maybe was... I'll get it for you for Christmas this year. Okay, so Danny Boy. Little Danny Boy, only 24, ruining his career at such a young age. So it appears it was through... As though it was through Danny Boy, who was a colleague of Plug, mm-hmm. that Plug became acquainted with the chap we'll refer, be referring to as Aneko, our Basque name. Yes. Aneko, okay. So Aneko was a cohort of JJ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he was like the one that was tasked with like storing the stash of drugs. Okay. These big quantities of drugs. Okay. Okay. So uh, where did they stash them? In a warehouse. In Arigoriaga. Yes. How, how was my pronunciation? Pretty good. So I, I don't do these R's properly. So you, no? You how would you better. say that? I say Arigoriaga. Arigoriaga. But I can't roll my R's. Arigoriaga. That sounds way more bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, okay. is not far from here. No, that's yeah. Stupid. And that that's is right, in yeah. the Basque country. It's in Biscaya. Mm-hmm. It's near Bilbao. Yeah. So uh, it seems that the police overheard Plug and Aneko discussing what sounded like a ploy to steal JJ's drugs. But to make it appear as though it was robbed, right? Because Aneko has access to the warehouse. No, Aneko wasn't the policeman. Yeah, but the policemen are going to. But the policeman is with Aneko trying to rob the drug dealer. My gosh, they're not content in just being criminals. No, no, they gotta go big. Go go big or go home, as they say, right? And then they get caught and they're like, no, because I'm the police. What you gonna do about it? Oh my gosh, that is horrible. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Well, it's kind of funny. It's a little ironic. Police officers stealing from the drug dealer. I guess it's a good lesson in life. Don't get into crime with police people. (laughs) Right. They will fuck you over. (laughs) Yeah, they can do it. And they know how and they know how to get away with it, right? Exactly, gosh. So Ineko had the key, right, to the warehouse where the drugs were being stored. Yeah. And so I suppose that by going along with this robbery, he was probably going to get a payoff or get something yeah. out of it, right? Why would you do it otherwise? That's what we assume. Or, yeah, maybe he was coerced with violence or something. Who knows? You never know. You never know. It was not ever something I found in my research, okay. so no idea. If anybody knows, right? Any- yeah, please. Some anybody knows what Ineko got out of this deal, <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> Well, we know that an echo got in trouble with the cops, that's for sure, after all this came to light, right? So that's so. what he got out yeah. of it, essentially. Okay. He got busted. It appears as though the only proof that he was involved at all was through these phone calls. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. he wasn't like there or anything okay. when the ro- quote unquote robbery occurred. Okay. He's got a minor part to play in this. So right. Far. But they knew that he was able to access and know where the warehouse was and all that uh, through an echo. Okay. He found, you know, he went to the warehouse, plug, and I think his brother. Okay. I think I saw that somewhere, but I'm not sure. So it didn't, it only came up once, and I don't think his brother ever got busted for anything. So 
I don't him. know if that's true. Maybe he was only in the car, Julie. Right, that's what I mean. What like happening. they were in the car or something to, to what, transport it. Yeah, that's what he declared. But yeah, yeah. What you're going to do. Yeah. So, um, so now, where do you think he hid these drugs? So he's got them in the car, right? He's stolen them from the warehouse, okay. got them in the car. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he hid them? Like in a boot? No, I mean, like, where are they taking them? To the oh, house? Yeah. To... Um, I just want you to guess, just because that's fun. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm going to guess. If that... you stole a large quantity of no. drugs, where would you put them? I mean, I could take it to work, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> you could become the Chiyon, right? Make these little drug deals on the side. Oh, right. No, like, yeah, because I work in a bar. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a doorman, so... Yeah. Anywho, yeah, I'm gonna guess work. Okay, no, but no. Well, yes, oh, no, because kind a, of he's a policeman, though. Oh, right, he couldn't take it to the station. That was my joke. I was getting my jokes mixed <laughs> That's up. That's true. He couldn't so, take you know, it to the station with him. We have such a thing here called longhas. When you build houses, it's obligatory to have the first floor be businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And so these businesses are not always—they don't always work as businesses, and so people just buy them to have storage or mm-hmm. maybe a cooking club or a garage for their car exactly sometimes. yeah so that's that's the concept of long cut. so let's say he took it to long cut. okay good guess good guess well it turns out that this artena which is policeman right artena it's tanta artena no artena is a cop yes. artena is the force sure the police force yeah. right yeah so Artena was That's the right, proprietor right. of a brothel in Trapagara. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it is a legal business here, so yeah. we have to preface it like that. Like it is. Yeah, a... but this is a cop. <laughs> I mean, if he wasn't also selling drugs, you could right. say that was okay. Sure, but I think you'd kind of be frowned on, no? Or I don't know. Dodgy. So he just gets better and better, doesn't he? He's a pimp mm-hmm. and a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And, a and he's freaking <laughs> fucking his friends over. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, yeah. Um, I hope he got more than three months in jail. <laughs> so um, I've been to Trapagaran. You know, it's that, or Trapagas, it's also known, like mm-hmm. Valle de Trapaga. Yeah. Right? It's, it's where we go to Arboleda. Okay. Haven't you gone up there? I have. Sort of walks around the. It's yeah. Pretty cool. It's like, like old mines. Yeah. That are now like overgrown. Yeah. With like greenery or whatever, and there's like a false lake there. Yeah, and the, one of the holes where they were doing the mines. Right. Mm. Yeah. So there's like kind of like little caves and little, like di- yeah, holes or dips into the land that you can go into and it walk around. It looks like the perfect. It's pretty cool. It, yeah, it's a perfect place to 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 film an episode of Star Trek. Sort of oh, weird, okay. no? Weird yeah, yeah. It's rock a foreign outcropping. Yeah, planet. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very odd. Mm-hmm. And know. also, the whole thing is to go up there and eat beans. It is these days. Yeah, uh, it, they're famous for that. Yeah, but of course, you know who knew there were brothels. Over there. Up there, too. Okay. That's oh, yeah. Where I guess they're everywhere. Was. Well, not in Arboleda, probably, but in Trapaga. Sure, down. So in the town. In the valley, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, brothels are, like, everywhere, right? You just kind of have to know how to spot them. They're very discreet. They're, they're all over. Well, there, are, you, there used to be many um, in town. Mm-hmm. In just a little, let's say, discreet door you'd go into. Yeah. 
but um you oh know. there was one in the galleries where i worked exactly it, it, it's and one time in, in class i don't know if i ever told you this i was in class and so like our classroom doors kind of led to the street a little bit mm -hmm. like you had to go up some stairs and then go into the classrooms but it was like it wasn't like an office or something that you walked into first mm -hmm. it was just like our classroom was right there Okay. And this old man walks into my class while I was like in the middle of class teaching. And he's like, he's like, masaje? <laughs> oh my gosh. Read the room, mister. I know. It's like, this oh. is clearly not a problem. I know. Ouch. He was mistaken. Couldn't find his. Was, also, he was heading too. I was going to give you some, 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 some street info here directly from the street which uh. i discovered over the last few years working as a doorman of course you mm -hmm. learn those things yeah that it's all done through apps these days so mm. all the actual physical places are closing down you go to the app and then you find the girl you want and she tells you where to go so she could be either in a oh, discreet like place like that, that or her apartment exactly or mm. yeah so, so Oh. These businesses are a little fewer and fewer in Bilbao these days because of yeah. that. I don't know if you'd want someone coming to your apartment, though. Yeah, it's a you know, bit risky. the sad thing is that right in front of us, uh, the, my last bar, we had basically a lonja, mm -hmm. which was just a door, mm -hmm. and plenty of guys walking in there. So that's pretty much what we're doing. And so basically, they're saving money on setting up a bar. Paying yeah. all the licenses yeah. and salaries. I don't, you know, it's uh, so it's yeah, way more under the carpet sort of. Okay, so at the brothel was Plug's girlfriend. Okay, Her gosh. name was Flavia. Flavia. Uh huh. But Latin. in the court documents, she's uh, identified as Innocentia, ironically. Ironically, yeah. Yeah. So that means innocence. Yeah, yeah. For those non-versed in Castilian. Mm -hmm. And Flavia, does that name seem? It seems very Latin American. It, it doesn't is. seem very. Can you guess the country? Let's say Brazil. Yeah, you got it. Oh, Brazil. Okay. She's Brazilian. There you go. Okay, so she was like tasked with like hiding it in the refrigerator at the brothel, oh, which, according to a document, the court documents themselves, they said this is an ideal storage situation for this type of mercantile or whatever it is because it's like cold and it preserves it yeah no smell for the dogs to pick yeah. up mm -hmm. so unbeknownst to all these master criminals the guardia seville were watching their every move and it was at this time april 20 april 2006 that they secured a search warrant for the brothel and the and for four other homes of all okay. these people involved mm. so those homes were in trapaga mm -hmm. i believe that artena uh plug his house was in Bilbao. Okay. Um, so maybe Trapaga is where the brothel warrant. That's why I have that as yes, one of the places they searched. So. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. So that was the brothel. Um, Bilbao, which is, I think, their China's home. Mm -hmm. And then a house in Berango. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Zaramillo. I've never heard of that. Never heard of and that. And Igorre. Igorre, definitely Basque country. Yeah. Yeah. They scored big. In the brothel, they found 95 kilos, kilos of speed. That's a big fridge. 95 kilos. Yeah. <clears throat> and nine of those kilos were like pure, pure amphetamine. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they hadn't stuff. even, yeah, hadn't even cut it yet. Or, you oh, know, really? You know, fresh shipment. Just real pure. Um, and when they searched the homes, they found MDMA, 
also known as Molly by yes. the kids today. Yeah. X. Or ecstasy. That is. Oh, is that what X, X yeah. is? Okay. And uh, hash, cocaine, two firearms, a bunch of ammunition, two safes. Like two safes. Metal They're safes. Doing business here yeah. now. Uh, and documentation, which I suppose didn't belong to the people that have the documentation. So for like uh, forgery or fraud or purposes, probably. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guys just get better and better. It is. So apparently the amount of speed that they found was three times larger than what they'd seized in the entire previous year in 2000. Wow. We're talking here. Yeah. And that was for the whole year. That was in one bus, right? That was three times more than what they'd taken in the the year before. Um, Let's see. So according to the news reports, there were six people arrested in this original um, takedowns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was two cops. Mm-hmm. Plug and uh, Danny Boy okay. were the two cops arrested. Four Brazilian nationals, and that's it. That's, so two that's of those we were women, and two were men. Okay. Well, I mean, so I'm not sure Flavia who the Brazilian was. No, Flavia was one of the Brazilian women, okay. I think. So then everybody goes down, and then all the news stories kind of dry up after that, okay. after this arrest. So that was all over the papers. But okay. then after that, and that's what we were. I was saying before that, like maybe the cops didn't want to talk about it because okay. it was like keeping it two quiet. of their own. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a big stain on the on the force. Interesting. And also that you know, like this Operation Aleppo was also continuing there. Oh well, yeah. This, this investigate this. They're big drug, shipments, so they have yeah. to come from somewhere. I yeah. guess that makes yeah. sense. So they were like, it's still under investigation. We don't want to talk about it. So. So if they don't have anything to say, you don't have anything to print. Okay, All right, should we take a break? Let's do that. Okay, let's take a break. Hey, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Like I said, there wasn't a lot of articles after this arrest. Yes. Because they were keeping it hush-hush. Um, and so the next article that I could find to this case was at the sentencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Eneko and Flavia both received six years in prison, okay. two million euro fine. Oh yeah, and Eneko, remember, was the guy that had the warehouse. Yes, that had in, the keys in Arigoriara. Arigoriara, beautiful pronunciation—the <laughs> place of the red stones. Ah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's actually red of bloody red. Bloody I think, red. I think there was a famous battle there, which is why it's called. Right, very appropriate. It's a lovely way to name a new place. Yeah, this place was so bloody at one time. Let's name it Bloody Red Rock. Yeah. That's, uh, Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very sentimental people, aren't they? The best. I mean, it's a very colorful, explicit sort of image, isn't it? I it mean, is. I, I, I now think... I'll never think of it the same. It's uh, yeah, very very crimes of the Basqueland. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> should be recording out of there. Okay, so Eneko and uh, Flavia, Eneko is the guy that had the warehouse, right, mm-hmm. and they did the simulated robbery with Plug, Flavia the girlfriend, the brothel. Yes. So they both received six years in prison, two million euros court fine, mm-hmm. and that's a lot. Two million each. Each. Wow. And payment of half of the court costs. Yeah, that's a yeah. It's a weird one. This half of the court cost, but hey, what you gonna do? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that they're taking up the court's time. So yeah, but like they, they were pay guilty. for any. Yeah, if they're guilty, shouldn't they just pay for the costs? 
Oh, pay for the whole cost yeah. instead of half. Yeah. I mean, they're already being fined too much. I guess it is a service, though. Yeah. So Flavia also, so Ineco got it for drug trafficking, because he's the one that like gave, you know, basically handed the drugs over to to Plug, plug by mm -hmm. simulating this robbery, and then Flavia for drug trafficking, and just being Plug's girl mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and associate. An accomplice for sure. Yeah. Okay, so then Plug, our main man, he received seven years yeah. in prison. Six for drug trafficking mm -hmm. and an extra year for good measure because he was a cop. He's a bad cop. So the judge is probably just it's a nice super gesture. disappointed in him. Like, sir, you are a disgrace. I mean, still seven years. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it doesn't feel like a lot. No, it's just one. It's, it's, it's just one for being a cop. For Yeah. Yeah, no, I like one that. extra. I like that. I, they got a bit of respect for me for for giving that extra. Yeah, there. like come on, man, Jesus, you have a badge. But you still got fifty percent of costs. What, you know what? Yeah, I mean? he also got yeah. If you're that he, much he of got a bad the boy, two million euro fine and the half of the court though. I mean, what is the court cost? It's not going to be more than like. I bet it's a thousand. lot. It's a lot of people involved. It's a lot costs. of people. You're not paying for all the policemen's salaries. I think you, you whenever you have to have a trial, you have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's costs involved. Well, I'm sure there's, I know there's Actually, costs. I'll ask about it, because yeah. I'm going to go yeah. to a trial this It'll week. Be interesting, yeah. Yeah. And I'm see how it all goes down, also asking, like, so what do you think the court costs? Check you the know? guards, yeah. yeah I'll just oh, say, your friend must know. No, no, she would know, she so would. I'm going to ask her. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the other three that were arrested were acquitted, because uh, they couldn't, like, prove their guilt. In okay. court, and so, and because the Guardia Civil didn't actually intervene on any of their wrongdoing, right? So, you know, they only had the evidence of their phone conversations, right? So, like, they had nothing on JJ, like physically, like they never busted JJ with any drugs, giving them to Chi Yong, the mm -hmm. doorman, mm -hmm. right? They never, they never they actually, might have seen they might have seen it, but they never mm -hmm. like intervened because they were trying to get to the big, the big stash or something. Okay. And then the third one was Danny Boy, the other cop, right. the other Chang'an. Yeah, and he got off. And he got off because uh, he was just in a, like a liaison between, between I think, Ineko and Plug. Okay, so Ineko, remember Ineko, the guy that was guarding the stash at the mm -hmm. warehouse? His defense in court was, um, according to only one article that I found, he was coerced into helping Plug mm -hmm. with this fake robbery because he was terrified of him. So apparently Plug and Ineko's pass had crossed previously, which ended in a police shooting, which Ineko was injured in. That feels very believable. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I didn't, I couldn't tell if like Plug was the one that was the trigger man that shot him. Right. So maybe it was, it was like a little bit of a warning to Plug or I'm to Ineko. I'm scared of Plug already. I know. I wouldn't want sure to go with me. No. Yeah. <laughs> So it turns out that his defense didn't actually hold up in court, and he he's still, he's still got the six years. Oh. Right, he got the six years in prison. So Operation Aleppo by the Guardia Civil was disbanded in May of two thousand and six. So the following month after these arrests, mm -hmm. this bust, um, a total of eighteen arrests. They made a total of eighteen That's arrests. A lot of people. Okay. Yeah. So they seized ninety five kilos of speed, sixty grams of hashish. Not a lot. That's probably personally easy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, please. It's only 60 grams. Is it worth counting that? Come on. Let me off with a warning. <laughs> 200 units of psychotropic drugs, 
which I guess are like MDMA probably. All right. Those kind of drugs are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, 226 units of anabolic steroids, cocaine, four high-end vehicles, weapons, money, and other effects. The seized drugs was valued at over 2 million euros. So we already know that what they took from the brothel Mm -hmm. was 95 kilos and they estimated it would be like worth 3.5 million. So well over, well over 2 million. Yeah. Right. Detailed in the news article about the dissolution of this operation was, of course, our story here about Plug and his gang, but um, also a bus that took place in Santurce. Okay. So Santurce is a city very near Bilbao. Yeah. Um, some would say considered part of Greater Bilbao. Bilbao. Greater yeah. Bilbao. Yeah. You know, Europe, they love their little municipalities. Yeah. But we're all connected by metro. A suburb, yeah. Um, so in this case, in Santurce, they found eight grams of cocaine bagged up and ready for distribution in the cash register of a bar. Oh. <laughs> I just love bars. that. It's... Go into the bar, and I bet you got a little code word. I'll have one motorcycle, please. Motorcycle. <laughs> one Honda. <laughs> a Honda, yeah. Or maybe like the type of drink you ordered was what you also wanted the cocaine Yeah, it would have to be a very odd drink. Yeah, like maybe, yeah. What one would nobody asks for. Right, like a white Russian. <laughs> Perfect. I've <laughs> never heard. I don't think they even heard of white Russians here. Like if is... you went to a bar and said, could I have a white Russian? That's why it's the perfect it's drink to ask funny. for. Yeah. Wait a minute, white Russian. How do you even say that in Castilian? Russo blanco. That doesn't sound very good. No sabes. No sabes. Dame un white Russian. That's way not suspect, Julia. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that was in this bar in Center. Some little baggies of coke to hand out to people. Another plot they disrupted took place at a football club. So they were distributing these anabolic steroids to the players. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Trying to get ahead in the league. Uh, I didn't write it down. (laughs) Was it like a team? Yeah, yeah. Like a a football club. Not like a big one. Not like Atleti. Oh, kind of like. Like a smaller, probably second league. Something. Okay. Yeah. Football team. And then uh, finally, a hash smuggling operation into Cantabria from southern Spain, where they arrested two individuals who, according to this task force, had been responsible for bringing over bringing in over one thousand kilos of hash. Wow! Yeah, that's you see, that's a lot, right? That's, that's not personal. No, it's <laughs> not personal use. That's a lifetime. That's, that's a lifetime of hash issues. That's, that's one personal stash. <laughs> Uh, so they they were bringing it in in cars, but they had like double bottoms on the car. Oh, so very, very clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then after all this, um, after this operation was dissolved, I bet they were all just like patting each other on the backs, like "Well done, well done, good job, mm-hmm. comrade." Very nice, very nice. And then of course, you know, whenever anything has success like that, they're all like, "Well, this is great. We need to funnel more money into law enforcement because look at all this good they're doing, right?" Really. Yeah, all the time. If these things like pan out, like if they put a bunch of money into a task force and it pans out to be mm. like they get something out of it. Right. Yes. Okay. They're always like, that's a great, that's a great use of money, right? So So let's do it again. They were like a a special task force. Yeah. That was Operation Aleppo. Well, but I know. Good job, guys. Good job. Thank you. Well done. Well done, guys. Well done. I mean, that way to get drugs out of doesn't. He's better off the street. Although you're saying he's probably out already, right? Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, you actually, <sighs> that brings me to the next part of the story. Mm -hmm. You think that's the end of plug? Oh, I thought so. That's where I was going. Nope. Plug was back in the news after he was released from prison. That's so that right. Was, did he make seven years? But do you think he was because he found Christ and he turned over a new leaf? <laughs> really? No. No. <laughs> he didn't. No, he but didn't. I, I just think uh, the justice system here is way too kind, with, too kind with everybody. And he'd probably get out early for whatever reason they find. I mean, he, I'm not sure. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really say if he had taken he had done his whole sent his whole time. Okay, so nope, he was not a new um Bible thumper and, you know, oh. trying to spread the good word. I mean, <laughs> on his release. Is it that good? So in March, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, That's to on. be debated. In March of 2012, he was arrested again for his involvement in an armed robbery. Oh my gosh. At a restaurant in the Basurto neighborhood of Bilbao. Oh my gosh. Near the hospital. So apparently this is a very popular restaurant, at least according to El Correo, which is the local newspaper. It was closed. No, no, no. Oh? It was, it happened in broad daylight and like right after lunch. Well, he's learning something. So oh it, my gosh. it was like 5.30 in the afternoon and two armed men walked in or entered the establishment and there were still people eating. There were still people still sitting at the yeah. like sobre mesa at the tables yeah. in the restaurant, and they're finishing their lunch or whatever, having their cocktail or whatever. That's not a well And they um, so and there was one server that was behind the bar who was uh, probably like cursing and willing those people to fucking leave. Oh like, yes. come on, we want to close wow. up. And um, he was approached by these gunmen. One of them went directly behind the bar and yelled, "Get down! This is a robbery." And the poor guy was probably working for peanuts, right? Of course. He immediately like tried to assist them by like opening the cash register. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take whatever you want. Uh, but then they just knocked him down, and then they like oh, tied him up, like so I think with zip ties, like zip tied his hands. They got eight hundred and twenty-five euros, and then they fled the scene. So none of the diners noticed, nor did his coworker what? at the restaurant. Nobody noticed this poor guy. This happened to him. Oh so he ended up running out into the street and had to, like, with his hands tied behind oh his back, flag down like a cop. Yeah. Yeah, that was just passing by. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So the poor guy. Yeah. This is... So because he acted so quickly and got out so fast, he got the cops on it right away uh -huh. that they ended up pulling over the van that the people were in, uh -huh. the, the two robbers and then two people that were in the front. And who was the driver? or? Or one of the two people in the car, none other than Plug. Oh my gosh. For 800 euros, this guy. Yeah, I know. He doesn't know any fallen. other way to do it. He's fallen, eh? Yeah. He was, he was big wig. Yeah. And oh. he was like in his 40s, you know, when he, the whole drug thing went down. So he'd probably been on the force for a long time, you know. So he yeah. had a good paying job and. Yeah. Did you just miss retirement? It's greedy. It's greedy. Oh gosh, yeah. What can you say? Yeah. Well, he's, 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 he's got caught again. Got caught again. And I don't know if he got... So this was, what, 2012? I didn't ever see where he... That's the only article I found about this. So I don't know what his right. punishment was for that. And it looks like he likes to work with foreigners. Like in the first story, he was working with Brazilians. Mm -hmm. In this one, he was working with Romanians. Romanians. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that's the end of Amazing that. Um, should we take a break before we do mini crime time? Let's do that. Okay.
It's time for mini crime time. Mini crime time. Maybe we should come up with a little song for this. No. Another another song to introduce it. Any suggestion, guys? Yeah, we're yeah, we're open to suggestions. Or the choir could do another hit song. <laughs> so today you have the mini crime. Yeah, time. I just thought about about mini crime time this for this week, and I thought I'll just name a few interesting crimes that occurred in August in the Basque Country. Oh, a list. Okay. Yeah, there's a few. Okay. Okay, so. These are all happening in August. So August 13th, mm-hmm. the police located 700 kilos of marijuana by the side of the road near Muskies. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that, but I'm just wondering if that counts as many. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. only marijuana. Yeah. It shouldn't even be a crime. Right? Let's right. just go It's that. from the earth. It's from it's some leaves. Yeah. So they found some leaves in the side Smoke of the road. Smoke it. Many crime time. And that, and that was it then. That yeah, like a neighbor, like the reason, I guess, that it got, I remember and they called it. any cops about it, was that the neighbor saw a suspicious looking van dumping cardboard boxes and garbage bags by the side of the road. You wouldn't want any And the rubbish. story I read was yeah. like, you know, I think the people who had the marijuana mm-hmm. knew that they were about to get busted or something. Okay. So they were just like, just get rid of it. So it wasn't just, a drop off yeah. in, in a no. very illuminated area. No, no, area. it was more like <laughs> dump it and run. <laughs> that was a fun mini crime that we read about. This yeah. Month. And then on August 23rd, a young man, oh, this is sad. This A young man was driving drunk in Saya. Mm-hmm. It's a city. Mm-hmm. A little village. His yes. car went off the road and hit a lamppost. And this poor woman, just going about her day, yeah. was just minding her own business, walking down the sidewalk, and the lamppost fell on her and oh, killed her. Oh, that's not many crime. I know, that's pretty horrible. That's pretty terrible. Yeah. Our condolences. At the end of August, we had the fiestas of Bilbao. Yes. Right? Hasta Negusia. Hasta Negusia, which the means? Big week. Big week, yep. Because it's nine days. And that's, and that's a, a very week. big week. <laughs> Not a normal week. It's a Two big weekends. One. Yeah. Yeah. So the new trend this year in violating women is uh, by injecting them with a substance, like with a needle, there's, a syringe and needle. There's been a lot of to inebriate them. Yeah. Around. There were even cases in Iceland. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's a big thing right now in Europe. It's pretty fucked everywhere. up everywhere. Totally fucked up. Very man. terrible. Although it's also true. Like just when you think it can't get more fucked up, it gets more fucked up. Like inject like with needles, like. So you could be spreading AIDS or any other yeah. hepatitis or any yeah. of these things that can be. Yeah, to call. And, and the worst thing is, and I do think this is worse. I mean, if there's somebody there trying to rape people and he's injecting people, bad. But, like, there's people just imitating them. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. That's, that's fucked up. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, too, in the news that a lot of them were just, like, trying to scare people. Yeah, just empty just syringes. To, just to just, <laughs> Yeah, because um, oh I said, or I found this. Mm-hmm. So, like, they do it at these very busy places where there's a lot of people yeah. uh, conglomerating. So, like, August 20th, which was the big, the Chupinazo. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the fiestas. Yeah. So, the Chupinazo. What's Chupi? Uh, well, I, I'm not, I, I, Chupito bat, right? So, that would be, give me a shot. Give me a, okay. a shot. So, I think it comes from that, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Why they call it Chupinazo. It's like a because... firework that shoots off the beginning of the fiestas, right? Yes. And then if you think like a chupito is a little shot, chupinazo is a, and a, is, is the opposite. It's not a small thing. It's a big, big thing. thing. Okay. So it's like a big shot. Okay. As in, let's drink a lot. I think that's where they were going. 
Oh, but I'm not entirely okay. sure. We should check that for yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, the first night uh, the fiestas on August 20th was um, there were kickoff. I think 12 cases. I didn't My even write gosh. it down. Okay, so yeah, like hmm. 12 reported. So that's how many people went to yeah. report it. Um, and then, um, and many of those cases, like you were saying, they were found no toxic substances in yeah. the people. Yeah, just ridiculous. Just a joke or whatever. Or just a fucking freak people out. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And of course, there was like a shit ton of pickpocketing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I guess there was one guy that was caught every single night. Yeah. Caught and released. There was another one. Caught was, and released every single night. You got caught stealing. It was caught like three times at least. One one guy. The yeah. same night. On the same night, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There's quite a few ridiculous stories this year. Yeah. Well, Anyways, that was crimes of, of the Basklands. Yeah. So if you want to follow us or, you know, give us any suggestions for yeah. other crimes, because I'll take all the help I can get. Yeah, and as today is representative, we're not only interested in gory body crimes. No, it anything be, that's interesting, yeah, crime-wise. Interesting health and safety violations. Yeah, for example. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so did we? Did we plug our email? No. So you can write to us, um, and of course you can give us like glowing reviews and everything. Oh, that would all. And you can help. also, yeah, write like, us these subscribe. like emails. That are just like saccharine that just tell us how great we are if you'd like. Oh, we'd love that. At crimes of the basklands at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And Instagram. we have Instagram, same crimes of the basklands. Yep. And Instagram. Crimes of the basklands. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. And stay, yeah. Stay away from us. cops. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, hopefully if, we don't if need, you to need call the cops, cops yeah. they can come in handy. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Bye. That's it for this week. Agur. 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 Crimes of the Basque Lands is written and produced by Douglas D. Carvalho, Julie Garcia, and Megan Dooley. The sound and editing for each episode by Douglas D. Carvalho, and Megan Dooley. Theme song written by Douglas D. Carvalho, Julie Garcia, and Megan Dooley. Sung by the choir with no name and produced by Tom Squires. Podcast art by Distinct Signal. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Crimes of the Basklands and contact us at crimesofthebasklands at gmail.com with story ideas worldwide which have a connection to the Basque Country or any rave reviews. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, like, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, Agur! agur.